Hey guys, what is going on? We are Project Parts, and we are going to answer one of your questions today that was posted on a Facebook group, the Project Parts Facebook group. If you're not on that, get on it. But uh, the, the basics of it was if we were to be dropped into a parts department, uh, what would be the first things that we do? That's what today's video is going to be about. All right, so we are going to be dropped into a random parts department. Like this is no brand; it doesn't matter whether it's Ford or Kia. It doesn't doesn't matter. None of that matters. Uh, dealership group doesn't matter. We are just going to be dropped into a random parts department. And uh, I guess let's just go from there. What would be the first couple of things that we would do? All right, first thing I do: random department. I just start on a Monday morning. I fire everybody. Everybody's everybody gone. Out. Everybody's gone. Oh Clean slate, starting fresh. I'm bringing in my own yeah, team of people. Yeah. These people I know well. Yeah, I really yeah. don't know them that well, but they're cheap, and I can control them. That's <laughs> what I do first. I set these people yeah. up right, yeah, setting yeah. the dominoes up, yeah. setting the board, getting right. the pieces in place. Put your balls so on the first table. thing that. That's too far. <laughs> so the first thing I do, right? So I got all these people in there, these new low paid people. So yeah. I'm making money off the pay employees a bunch yeah, of money yeah, yeah, and yeah. I can control them real yeah. easy. They don't so make mistakes. What I do with that then, yes. right? So I parlay that mm. into getting them assimilated into the dealership culture, right? So yeah. then they have Ooh. some influence, right? Yeah, and yeah. then we slowly work towards removing the service manager because he's probably terrible. <laughs> so once wow. we remove the service manager, I put my own service manager and I'm like, I know a guy. Hey. This guy's cheap and I can also control and manipulate him. That means he comes in, he likes parts, he likes me. I'm like, hey, dude, we need to charge a lot more parts out to you. And he's like, I love it. We make so much gross. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hero. I'm the best parts manager in the history of parts managers. Honestly, I don't hate that idea. Right. Everybody's gone. Everybody Start fresh. Just wipe them out. Get a whole new slate of Stormtrooper. Yeah. Low, low paying people. I don't have to pay these people anything. They're, no. they're not great, but I mean, they're okay. I mean, come on. Yeah. And the mistakes that they make... Uh, yeah, who cares? Who cares? It the really first year, matter. you can just write off any right. mistake that's yeah, made yeah, and yeah, chalk it up to new management. Like, it doesn't matter. Just Ooh. gone. So there you go. That's it. Man. Money. Uh, cut, print, fire everybody. God. You know, that's probably not the worst idea. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't see it going that way. Yeah, to be take honest. that. Yeah. I, but, uh, All the way up to getting rid of a service manager. Get I a new just, service manager in place that man. you that you control. Some guy you know. Wow. Yep. Uh, that's yep. diabolical. But hey, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, I think we were kind of talking about like maybe performing an inventory. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. So let's go back. Before we fire everybody. Okay. So let's pretend we don't fire everybody. Yeah. Let's well, just say we. Let's say it's on the board, but nobody knows it. It's, it's well, a, isn't that how everything is when a new manager starts? Like yeah. everybody could be fired. You don't know. Who sure. Everyone's on edge anyways. So maybe uh, okay. actually the time to do it is when you first so, come in. Okay. So what you want then to answer this question is real advice. <clears throat> well, sure. Oh, I think, I think okay. that's what the guy was looking oh, for. Oh, okay. He wants real advice. Yeah. Like real answers and like yeah. how would we approach. Although I don't hate that idea. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I well, mean, if it works out, it's risky. That's very risky. A, it's a risky. Yeah, but I'm also getting dropped into a random parts department. I live by risk. Well, that's true. I don't yeah. think we, uh, we didn't really, um, say like would you be actually working in that department come tuesday <laughs> right monday morning i'm there tuesday morning i'm out see you later five o'clock monday drop. i'm done <laughs> text come in tuesday morning right. there's nobody giving parts yeah, nobody, nobody works there, there. nobody works there the, the last manager fired everybody <laughs> 
Um, so I guess let's go with real advice. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like a real approach to getting into a parts department. Sure. Let's go with that. Okay. Yeah. So what would we do? First thing. Well, the first thing I do is I observe how the department functions. Yes. So I think that jumping into a department, learning the processes yeah. is more important than necessarily learning the brand off the bat. Yes. And I say that because, um, Clearly, it's working. Yeah. It might not be working well. Yeah. It might not be efficient. It right. might be completely wrong. Correct. But if you, as a parts manager, can identify what is going on, yes. then your job is to identify how to improve it, make yep. it more efficient, yep. make it more accurate. Yep. You know. And maybe there's nothing to do. Maybe, I mean, there's nothing. Maybe it's actually working fine. You don't know until you observe it. Yeah. Right? So I think the first thing I do, maybe the first day, day and a half, two days, is just kind of get a feel for how everything works yes. in the department. I think uh, that's where like having experience comes in handy. Like I, well, like in that scenario you would have experience managing other departments. So you know what other departments that work well look like, you know what other departments that don't work well look like. And so you can observe a department and know, okay, this needs to be fixed. This is working well, whatever. Um, but if you have no experience, what if you're like a first-time parts manager, which a lot of our viewers are, well, and I think, you don't have that experience, you still need to observe. I think you still need to see how things work right. because you need to see how things go. Even right. if you don't know, like right. you need to see what's been going on here so yeah. you can identify areas of improvement because right. clearly if – you know, a guy sells an air filter and it takes yes. him 25 minutes to go down uh, upstairs <laughs> right. to the back of the department yes. and grab it off a shelf and bring it back up. Right. Like clearly that's an area that needs to be improved. Correct. But, it, it, but the thing is it's, it's the department's been there. Yeah. Right? The department has been functioning. Yes. Maybe not well, but it's been there. Yeah. So it's existed. So yes. something they're doing is not, is working. It, right. It, it's been working, maybe not as good as it should. Yep. But it's there. So if you know those processes, I think first thing I do is I want to know how everything works. The flow. The flow of the yes. day, how things function. And yes. then I can identify weak spots yep. and tweak as needed yes. and try things from yeah. that point. So we're observing. We look at everything. Uh, what else? What else would we do? Um, I think, uh, <clears throat> you know, talking to people. I think that's important. I've talked about that on other videos. Yeah. Um, we've addressed this multiple times, but I think talking to your employees, talking to the people who have been there. Um, see, I, I, I guarantee you, if you take over a department tomorrow, um, the people who have been working there would love to share with you what they think needs to be fixed or what they think needs to be addressed. Really, I think that's all they'll tell you is, right. what, is what's broken, <laughs> right. to be yeah. honest. I Honestly, don't think yeah. they'll tell you anything good. They're not going to tell you anything good. Oh, what a mistake be... you made coming here. Right. Oh, boy, you're, well, you're dumb. Yeah, after that, yeah, the, after they tell you because, you made a mistake. You know, because, look, the wheels of this place fall off yeah, all the time. Right. And, yeah, before, uh, I would say after uh, you get through all that BS, um, they will tell you. I mean, they'll say, you know, I've been telling this other, the old manager that we need to fix this or we need to address this and, you know, never worked out, never got fixed. All right, cool. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to put it in my notes and uh, we'll work on it. Put it on the long-term to-do list. Yeah. We'll put a pin in it. To-do um, to lists. I think that's important. I think talking to the people are important. Um, and then it also kind of gives them a sense that, hey, you know, I'm on board with this guy. I'm uh, part of this team. I'm not... You know, just a guy. This guy's not coming in to just, you know, <laughs> do do what you said. Right. The this guy's not coming in just to fire everybody. He right. wants to like make this work. Right. So I think that's important. I think talking to the people, getting a good understanding of how things 
happened and worked and how they got to the point where they're at. Um, and then, you know, getting information from them. So I think that's cool. I think that's a good good thing. Yeah. Um, so once you know the flow or you've yep. seen the flow, you talk to the people. Yep. Right. How do you make changes as a new manager? Slowly. Yes. Change is hard. Change is very hard. And depending on who you have in the department working, change can be very difficult, especially for us parts people. We don't like change. Like, yeah, no, it's not good. You know, it's it, we don't like, uh, especially this is a tough thing too. A lot of us, you know, new managers that are watching the channel, uh, it's very difficult for somebody who might be younger or inexperienced to come into a department where maybe all the, the guys are older than you and more experienced than you, but they maybe got passed over for that job. Yeah. That can be awkward. That can be weird. That's some tough conversations ahead of you. <laughs> right. So making those changes uh, can be very difficult. I think, like, I, the department that we work in now, I didn't make any changes, like, for, I don't know, six six months maybe? I mean, maybe even longer. I don't know. But things were working well the way they were working. Tweaks needed to be made. Uh, some things needed to be brought up to date. But um, I didn't come in and, like, observe something and then make a change. I knew some things needed to be changed, but... Yeah, you can't just go in and... Um implement wholesale sweeping changes because it, yeah. it, you'll get a lot of pushback and then it, you try to change too many processes at one time and then it, well, they're going to fall through the cracks. That's and right. Yeah. you you. It's very difficult to change a process, period, yeah. um, let alone making multiple changes all at the same time. Um, and you, you kind of got to know that it's going to work too. I mean, so you do it and you have to observe that change to make sure that change is actually doing what you thought it was going to do. Yes. Inspect what you expect. But it's a it's that's a tough Catch scenario. <laughs> Catchphrase T-shirt. Uh, it's a Ooh. it's a tough thing uh, to go into, especially I've I've gotten a lot of like uh, emails, messages, whatever uh, about that question. I think we see a lot of comments uh, on YouTube about this very topic, and it's and it's tough because we've both done it. Uh, we've both come into new departments where uh, we maybe didn't have a whole lot of experience and or didn't it's just it's a hard thing to do period um especially it's in a, harder when you're trying to know what you want to do yeah if that makes sense yeah when you know what something is supposed to look like but it you go into something and it doesn't look like it it's easy if it was just a one-man show easy yeah right yeah. or the place you came from does things a certain way which works really well but this place is completely different you think it's dumb but then yeah. you, if you just change that right away you may have found out you've screwed that up completely right. so that's why observing i think is the first step and, yeah. and learning how things work yeah that's good good advice i think um what else anything else right. i mean After obviously like doing an inventory i think like that's important well i think looking at the manufacturer rules and regulations yes. um yeah is important yep. just because you need to know what kind of returns you have yes. or what you can get rid of or yes. how things work or how you need to see, you need to double check and see if your setups are okay for bringing parts in. Cause maybe you're bringing in way too many yeah. parts every day. You don't need to. Yeah, of course. So I think manufacturer settings is a big thing to learn. Yes. And then I think once you've gone through that a little bit, then I think an inventory Yep. and that doesn't have to be a 
company. Just go through yourself. Just do it yourself. Run your bins. Yeah, just run your bins and count everything. Make See sure. what's there. And so you don't yeah. find a whole bunch of, you know, hidden crash parts shoved under a shelf somewhere. Plus, you'll learn the part numbers. You'll yeah. learn the inventory. I mean, that's all good stuff. Um, but, yeah, manufacturers, that's a big thing because each manufacturer is different. And it can be very difficult. And, and sometimes, we like, if you talk to your guys and they're like, yeah, this place sucks because there's no return policy. And then you actually look into it and <coughs> you fact check. <coughs> yep. You yep. fact check it. You got to fact check it. And, oh, my God, we have a return policy. Yeah, it turns out you can actually return parts, but we were always told you couldn't return right. parts. No, that's weird. Weird. So don't talk to your people, but also fact check your people, I guess, if that makes sense. Well, that goes so you you learn the things and then you yeah. figure out what your manufacturer does and yep. But uh, making sure, yeah, you're like if you're CDK or Reynolds and Reynolds, making sure all your setups are correctly, make sure everything's running smoothly. Um, yeah, because I mean, I mean, setups can be very screwed up. Yeah, and for years, and you might not even know. Nobody would and then know if, let's say, you're at a low volume dealer, and then the volume is steadily increased. Yep, and your setups are wrong, and yep. now you're bringing in. I mean, you could have ten times the amount of inventory yeah. you need to have because somebody put a, a one where there should be a three. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, going through your, like in CDK, go through RA and make sure there's no big order sitting out there. That <laughs> right. Like a $40,000 order yeah. that says do not post. <laughs> right. That's a fun trick. Yeah. Don't, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. And, and parts managers are weird. We're weird people. So like. Well, so you got to know the rules before you can break the rules. And once yes. you know the rules, you'll find that people have broken them prior That's and correct. done very strange things yes. to manipulate things. So you got to learn not what that we've ever manipulated you the get, system in you, CDK. You got to yeah. learn what the previous manager circumvented and uh, make sure it's either A, hey, that's a good idea, or B, oh my God, that has to change immediately. <laughs> this is going to be weird. Yeah. So, But your first year, you got some leeway your first year. Yeah, Keep that you do. in mind because, yeah. you know, previous, no, previous administration. No GM or owner is going to be like, what are, you know, you, you came into this. Like this has been inherited to you. So it's kind of like. Yeah. So that's the stuff I would do yeah. right off the bat, I think. I think that's good stuff. Anything yeah. else? Learn the catalog. But it's all stuff you got to yeah. learn yeah, slowly. Yeah. It's not. It takes time. So yes, you're, it does. you're months deep before you're even at mm. a point where you can start to feel like your head's above water. I, like I said, like the, at six months, I didn't do anything for six months other than just learn learn the flow, learn the process that already existed. And, and learn the manufacturer. Yeah. And it takes time. And it takes, you got to make sure when you make a decision that it's the right decision. And you don't really know that unless um, you actually take the time to learn the process and just like a silly example right so yeah. like hyundai parts right yeah so the hardware numbers usually start with a low number so if sure. you ran that in bin sequence right you would have mm -hmm. hardware beginning At section of beginning. parts yeah. right problem is we don't sell a lot of hardware mm. so to mm. put it up front and center yeah. doesn't really make sense because you're sure. barely ever pulling it yeah so it's a good point. That's if you good learn example. the manufacturer a little bit before you go to adjust your bins, you yep. would understand like, well, wait a minute. I don't want to dedicate a whole area right up front to yeah. these parts that I'm never going to pull. Yeah. I'd rather dedicate it towards Filters something that we move more frequently stuff, yeah. Yeah. or start my sequencing further down because yep. we sell a lot of these and not this. And it's yeah. like that with any manufacturer. I mean, sure. Yeah. So just, I mean, just like a, that's just a small example of things you can learn by observing first and then learning the manufacturer. Yeah. <clears throat> Knowing good. that you're not going to go pull six jam yeah. nuts, you don't need to have jam nuts in your first bin. Right. Right. Front and center ready to go. That's the thing. Like it's like knowing 
okay, uh, yeah, we need to have the inventory in sequence, but uh, you need to be able to kind of throw an audible and say, like you said, like, well, if we do that, then this stuff we never sell is going to be up front where, you know, we can put the fast moving stuff up front and this can go in the back. You got to, you got to kind of have an understanding, but it just takes experience, takes time. And I think, uh, the more experience you have of working in departments, the better you are. And you don't necessarily have to be a manager to have experience. I mean, as a counter guy, you can learn how not to do things, or you can learn how things actually work. You can take things from different jobs that you've had and put it together in your first manager job and, and do very well. So, yeah, I mean, learn and do what you can on the counter. Don't just right. sit there and yeah, stew and then hope that you become a manager. Right. Be active. Yeah. Watch these videos. I think that's good. I think that's good advice. Yeah. I'm yeah. good. All right. I think that's a good conversation about what to do on your first day as a new parts manager. And if all in. else fails, fire everybody. Just fire everybody. Yeah. If, if you How get, hard can it be to find people? If you get through... Is a job uh, market problem? Yeah. Oh, what, yeah what, shallow hiring pool. Shallow pools. That sounds like some silly Hollywood corporate nonsense. Sprinkles are for winners, Johnny. That's right. <laughs> I threw that in there. I don't think it fit. <laughs> Did it? Uh, sure. Sure. Confidence. Confidence yeah. is key. Sprinkles are for winners, Johnny. Uh, all right. I think that's it. So thanks for watching. Hopefully this helped you in some way, shape, or form, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Okay,